Welcome to seventh parak of Sefer Tehillim, time for Nach. We are referring here, says the Radak, to Sha'ol HaMelech, or a Jew from the tribe of Binyamin. <laughs> Some of the Prakim are not so clear exactly what they're referring to. Um, that's Machlok Radak and Ibn Ezra here. Is it a Jew from Binyamin, which is uh, Ibn Ezra's preferred approach, or is this referring to Sha'ol, which is the Radak's opening approach? Um, we have a very interesting opening word as well, Shigayon. Shigayin ladavid asher shar l'ashem al-divrei kush ben yamini. What's shigayin? So shigayin literally normally means madness. Um, or, or clearly here, hopefully something else. You can't call a peraktilin shigayin, like madness. What does that mean? So um, over here it says that that um, different mahalch and different approaches over here. Either uh, it's a type of song, says Rashi, it might be a musical instrument called the shigayin, or it's David Amelach's feeling that he made a mistake, says Mitzvah David, in tearing Shaul's garment, right from the word shogek. David asserts that Hashem protects him from all his enemies and expresses regret for having sung a song of gratitude over Shaul's downfall, which is interesting. He's expressing gratitude because Hashem saved him. But there is, of course, a mention or an inkling or a feeling that he's happy at Shaul's downfall that he feels not appropriate for me. Um, even though Shaul had, of course, put him into exile, David felt it was unbecoming. Rashi has two other explanations of what this parak is talking about, by the way. Either it's referring to the episode with the people of Nov, or it's referring to, as we said, David tearing his Shaul's cloak when Shaul was sleeping. Now, even though the act was permitted, remember, to tear Shaul's cloak, on the contrary, he could have killed Shaul. Shaul was a rodef, he was pursuing him, but David felt it was, respect, it was disrespectful to who the king was. The parak refers to Hashem, ultimately guaranteeing the downfall of the wicked and the success of the righteous. And we will thank Hashem fully when we see the wicked getting what they deserve. As Rashi says in, in Posse Yudches, David finally pleased to be rewarded with the righteous and together the righteous for his integrity. We're going to see a lot of, uh, in Tehillim, a lot of, uh, I guess you call it black and white. In other words, the wicked should be punished, the righteous should be rewarded, a call for clarity. It's very appropriate, as we said in the introduction, Tehillim is the book of emotions. In other words, all the appropriate Jewish emotions. Emotions tend to be absolute. You're not having a mixed day. You're either normally having a great day or a bad day. Emotions don't really do nuance. Obviously, Dabda Melech did nuance, obviously. But the point is that he, if it's the book of emotions, then it's expressing it in such a way. Um, maybe that is an explanation for some of the ideas and themes in the Prakim of Tehillim. And another beautiful parak. Please God, tomorrow we'll do parak eight.